whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are here to uh, rant and rave. I just caught up to you. I didn't know you were going to go into it so fast. <laughs> I'm a full freak tonight, today, this well, afternoon, early it's evening. started this afternoon. It is getting into evening. It's happy hour, honest. and I'm drinking water. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm drinking fake iced sweet tea. <laughs> oh, boy. What you snacking on? Almonds. <laughs> so I had to plug in my computer real quick. So we took a quick break and then we came back and Jessica had her mouth full. <laughs> so I was like, hey. Let me tell you, you on? <laughs> what's dumb as shit to be snacking on when you're recording or talking is huh? something crunchy and yeah. dry. Like an almond. Oh, dry, okay? yeah. Almonds are dry. <laughs> Uh, whenever I was on the Absolute Worst podcast, mm -hmm. uh, we had Eric Stone Street on one week, mm -hmm. and he purposely brought an apple to the recording. That's very funny, <laughs> because I know he did that for the ASMR um, annoyance factor of it, but mm -hmm. right? Knowing his yeah, 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 sense of sure. humor. Um, yes, he does that to his girlfriend, Lindsay, in the dark. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious, and he always makes her think that he's taking a picture of her, but it's a video. That woman is yeah. a saint. I know. Uh, <laughs> she thinks he's so funny, and I love it. I love it when you have a friend that you're like, that friend is a weirdo like me, and their yes. partner celebrates that weirdness. I, yes. love, like, like, I love it, too. Would you be offended if I called you a weirdo? No. I am weird. Yeah. So am I. I think most creative people are. And I don't I think I'm creepy. Alan... I think I'm weird. No. Yes. But right? I believe Alan absolutely celebrates all of your weirdness. And I love that. <laughs> Maybe not all of it. Trust me. Well, to a certain degree, <laughs> once you start talking marriage, listen, I get it. Like there are times that Dan Tipton has looked me in the face and been like, and I can, I can read his brain going, can we stop with the bits? Like the other day I had to fully explain a bit to him and he goes, you don't have to fully explain a bit. And I was like, well, apparently I do. Because that's a really wonderful way to be. <laughs> oh my God. I don't see you laughing. Oh, but Sometimes man. I try to do bits and tease and poke and he doesn't play back. He just gets mad. And I'm like, no, this was a joke. Anyway, mm -hmm. most of the time he celebrates my weirdness. Here's what I will say. Indeed. He does not disown me when I don't shower for three days. So that's a win. That's a huge win. Jessica, I got in my car to go get my hair done today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why does it feel weird in my car? And I was like, oh, Dan moved the seat, the blah, 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 blah. And I moved it all back. And I was like, yeah, but that's not it. And then I was like, oh, right. You haven't left your house for six days. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
I've just been busy working on things, and so I haven't made coffees or lunches or anything because I've got projects and stuff I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. And so I just don't leave, and I don't even realize it till six days later. <laughs> it's so weird. Especially right I mean, now because the strike is on, and so Dan Tipton's on hi- yes. hiatus. Uh, yes. So we have to get that figured out. And so Indeed. He, he always, like, tries to step up in the summer and – go you know take henry places and do things and appointments and whatever because i handle that most of the year mm-hmm. and so he's like I'll let her work on stuff and also he likes just spending time with henry and stuff like that so i really get focused in on what i'm doing and then i don't leave the house for six days that's crazy i think i think you need to well you did break that pattern i was gonna say i think you need to break that pattern tomorrow but you did i broke it today i got out and i your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. I was definitely rude to some people, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How is how's your week been so far? Well, you know what? I will tell you something real, real, real magical that I experienced and I wanted to ask you, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait until the show. When Henry was at any age, have you taken him to the Noah's Ark exhibit at the Skirball Center. I have not, but I've heard about it. It is absolutely magical. And I am telling all of you listening, uh, children of all ages and adults, go check it out. First of all, it's a great center and it's a museum. Yes. Um, they have amazing traveling exhibits. They also have a permanent yes. collection there. It's and their permanent ama- collection's great. It's great. They have a beautiful bookstore. They have a special kids bookstore and that has all the folk manis puppets. Oh my God. Those ones are big real animals. Yes. I love them. You got to go and you got to take Henry. Um, You will flip. They built that. First of all, there's nothing religious about it. Cause I told one Mm -hmm. friend, they're like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised you liked it. I mean, I'm not religious. Neither are you. I go, they're not like talking about religion it's literally noah's ark it's an ark and animals that's it it's just the fantasy of the story the fantasy yes yeah and what is so magical okay the team that built this they made a gigantic ark that's in like three different chambers and sections they have timed entry so like our entry was from 3 to 4 30 i loved that Mm -hmm. because I don't think there was 20 people within all three chambers combined while we were in there. It was quiet. There weren't kids having to vie for the same things to touch and play with. Yeah. Because that's hard Uh, for littles. It's so hard. So let me tell you, it is, I will try to wrap this up because I can't stop obsessing over this place. Um, (laughs) It was so refreshing. There's nothing digital. I mean, they have some things maybe actually I shouldn't say that there's a rainbow that keeps appearing that's clearly projected onto the wall. Oh, well it that's keeps appearing. Just lovely. It's so magical. But there's nothing digital. There's docents walking around and maybe one of them has one of the puppets and is holding it and then that uh, puppet comes to life, right? Yeah. You can climb up and like climb up these rope areas. God bless Alan. He got up there with one of our friend's kids and was climbing around up there. And it is just magical. What is everywhere you can look? 
two of every animal Love and it. every single thing in there is made with recycled or found objects. When oh, you wow. see the pictures, you will flip out. I will post pictures on our page. Magical. I will give you one example. The first thing I saw, it's a crocodile and it's on like a ledge as you're walking into the ark. They took old tires, cut them in half. And so you just see uh-huh. the arc of the tire, like coming out like the humps of the crocodile. Then it's a violin case and the crocodile's oh, cool. tongue is the neck of a violin. And then they've taken uh, bits of, I don't even know what it is that create the teeth. And then they've used recycled crocodile handbags to give it oh. real croc skin. It is magical. Everything is made out of there's hedgehogs made out of macaroni noodles. Okay, do you get my drift? <laughs> it's incredible. You, you, it's absolutely awe-inspiring. They also have Noah's arcs from all over the world. So, like throughout the thing, there's like different plexiglass displays. It's like here's one from Peru, here's one from Mexico, here's one from Alaska, all oh, cool. in the style of the area they're done in. It's, right, there's uh, some cultural significance there. Yes, police. Because, like, think about it. That is a story, and that's a fable. That's a whatever you want to call it that has reached around the Most world. Most people mm. are familiar with. Yeah. Yes, it is incredible. Please, also, you would love it as a plant lover, and because of Zinnia, the outdoor garden area is really quite magical and an artist they have an installation currently where they put these questions that are on like a reflective surface that are posted throughout the garden like questions that you Mm -hmm. can ask yourself there's books everywhere there's they have a garden library you can grab a book with a kid and sit down somewhere out there they have a family art room this is all included in the price of admission you go in and every weekend they're doing an activity it's just wow. a magical, magical place. I hadn't been there in years. And I'm telling you, go check out the Skirball Center if you're in LA or if you are coming to visit. It really is incredible. Yeah, I need to go. I've never actually spent enough time in either Skirball or Getty um, mm. because they both have great you collections. Yes. I know. I, I've been, but I haven't spent enough time. And in fact, mm-hmm. the Skirball, I kind of rushed through because I, I was actually there because um I was hosting a charity event there. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I yeah. did get to see things that others maybe don't get to, but I would like yes. to go just as a go through as a regular patron or whatever. Exactly. But you want to know something crazy? I'm glad we're talking about this because mm-hmm. I love that you did that. Um I want to encourage all of our listeners to like I know times are hard. They're always going to be hard, but like have some of these experiences either with your family or your friends yes. or even just a day for yourself. Yes. I'm Dan Tipton. You know, we have lived here 23 years. It's 2023, right? Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just making sure because I <laughs> don't know since COVID. Um, right. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> we've lived here 23 years. He's never been to Griffith Observatory. And he's what? never been to Getty or Skirball. No, no. It's got to change. Your screams just made me laugh. You it's sounded gotta... like a giant bird. What? 
It's got to change. And I know, it's got to change now. But we all do that. Think about where no, you live. No, of course. You guys, like, I'm, I'm talking to everybody as if they're sitting here with us because that's how I feel. But, like, think about where <laughs> you live and, like, the things that your city is known for and how you haven't gone. Dan Tipton told me his father, who's in his 80s, has never been up in the St. Louis Arch. And he was born, uh, raised, and lived there his entire life. And yep. now he can't. Just mobility-wise, it would be right. too hard, you know. Yes. So, like, don't let that happen to you. Or we talk about be it a here tourist in, in your own town. 100%. It's really fun. It's yes. silly and it's fun. But, like, we talk about how we don't get to the beach enough. We live 40 minutes right. from the beach. I try to, now that I have a child, I try to make that happen. But mm -hmm. I'm saying, as adults, we need to do that for ourselves more. Absolutely. I think. We do. Yeah. We absolutely do. That's a very fun, family-friendly thing to do, both of those museums, huh. because of the indoor-outdoor areas and the way they're set up and the Getty. I tell people, I'm like, if you are looking for anywhere to spend a lovely day yourself, but you want to take out of town or somewhere, go to the Getty. My granny yeah. literally considered that the jewel of Los Angeles. She's like, I'm going to be honest, Aww. the Getty is the best thing you guys have there. She goes, it's just quite extraordinary. The view is, is incredible. Yes. And uh, the way the, just the whole, whole place experience. was designed. Yeah. Riding that weird little tram thing up the mountain. Like yes. all of it. All of it is an experience. Totally. Also, I love a museum gift shop. I mean, I uh, spend two hours in a museum gift shop. So well curated, like as far as what they get. Merchandising and, and yes. <sighs> I love, let's say that there's an exhibit on Japanese calligraphy. Then they're going to find Japanese or Japanese American artists and feature their works, right? Or and, jewelry or things like that. I love it. And then along with that, they'll also be like, oh, do you want to learn how to do this? Here's a little kit and with scrolls and no, no, no. You know what I'm like? Things you yes. can't find anywhere else. Totally. <laughs> it's just so cool. I will say this. Now. And yeah, that you brought up an excellent point too. A lot of these museums offer classes and you talked about all the resources and stuff at the local libraries. If you are listening, go check out, look up local museums in your city mm -hmm. or town. I promise there's something hopefully within reach that you can get to no matter where you are. And so Always. many times yeah. they are offering free classes for enrichment. Oftentimes they're free or they really are a nominal fee. It's like $15 for a three hour class to learn how to do watercolor with so-and-so of the national parks. And you're like, or, what? Great. Yes. And occasionally they'll have like the LA Arboretum right now. Yes. have an email saying, Hey, do you want to come with a docent? They'll walk. It's like a two mile walk. I think around the property mm -hmm. there, they'll take you inside the carriage house which those kinds Ooh. of things are, are usually locked up. Yeah. Um, you can't just go in and out whenever you want. Sure. But they will let you go in with the docent who will then tell you about everything. And that's all free. Love it. If you're a that's member, great. if you're not a member, I think it's like 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, and they also said, and we'll take you through the gardens and the docent will give you gardening tips. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's magical. It's, it like is said, magical. These museums and stuff are magical and we just forget because they're always there. Yeah. Take a kid 
your own child or friend's child. Take a child, if you can, to a museum and uh, experience things through their eyes and expose them to art or another culture or literature, whatever it is. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about that experience this weekend. And I went with two very young children and seeing how magical it was to them was quite inspiring. That's so cute. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, Indeed. Jessica. Dinah. Would you like to tell everybody how they can get a hold of us? Because if you're just oh. listening and you'd like to see our crazy faces, I have very messy hair, but I think my eyelashes look good. My therapist said they do. They um, look great. Go to your eyebrows. Has, oh, thank you. Those are fake, you know. Uh, they don't grow out of my head anymore. <laughs> uh, actually, they never really did. Anyway, uh, thank you for the compliment. I can't just take it. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I have to be like, oh, I drew one. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to see these drawn-on eyebrows, you can find us at YouTube. So I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna start saying that for a little bit now, just yes. to maybe hopefully drive some traffic over to our crazy faces. But mm -hmm. Jessica, I'll let you tell everybody how to get a hold of us. Please find like subscribe reach out anything you feel you can find us on instagram and facebook at the rants and raves podcast on tiktok at the rants and raves p you can go to our youtube channel the rants and raves podcast we have all of our episodes audio file only full video and we have our shorts we have all kinds of stuff there that you can check out we do post all the time uh, i don't mean all the time i mean we keep our we keep our shit current. I don't know why I'm feeling the need to uh, over explain things. Sometimes I just can't stop. I'm going to stop right now. Uh, if you want to email us, the ransom podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.theransomravespodcast.com. Dana, take it away before I can't get my foot out of my mouth. Okay. Okay. Well, I just want to tell people if you're not watching us, you miss really special things. Like when Jessica just tipped her teeny tiny top hat that doesn't exist to me. <laughs> I did. Why is it so small? Why is your imaginary top hat so small? Because it's like a real one that I have downstairs. It's like Uncle Sam's top hat that someone gave tiny. me for my birthday one year. I'm not joking. It's very oh, I small. Believe you. I believe you because it was a very <laughs> real. I mean, the fact that I knew just by two fingers on your body <laughs> that you had a tiny top oh my hat. God. So it was very natural for you. <laughs> really quick. I told you I'm going to go on a tangent. I'm going to say it really quick before we go into your rant. And I saw our friend Deborah Montegrano and we ran into each other. And oh my God, she talked about the podcast and mentioned how she joined the Gentle Barn, which I love. And we talked about how cute <gasps> yes. it is. And also, as an aside, and where my mind goes, because you can see I lose track and don't know what I was talking about tiny hats, they have them on the cows there. Like teeny the tiny, 
hats yes that like a volunteer made and they're clipped into God. like a little bit of their hair it's so ridiculously cute oh my god the gentle barn if you don't follow them on instagram you're missing out so <sighs> please the, it'll give you joy every day adorable all the time but recently they did how each of our animals responds to their name that was precious i love um, that and then i just saw one that was they like Trying. they gave each of the cows a ball that was super cute. Uh, or banana. Have, and a lot of them were not having it. They the were not interested. One cracked me up because Maybell could not get enough bananas. <laughs> Every other cow on that farm hated bananas. Right? Hated. <laughs> one cow sniffed it and then violently shook his head like he had been assaulted. Yes. Anyway, as you can tell, we can talk about it for hours. You should follow them. They're lovely. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Well, Jess, are we ready to get into this? Oh yeah. We're ready. Okay. Well, let me preface this. I'm mm -hmm. up first. And let me preface it by saying I this is gonna be very quick, okay? Mm -hmm. A quick rant. Because it is somewhat of a repeat, but I have evidence this time. I came with evidence, okay? Sure. Um, I'm going to keep it quick because I told y'all I got out of the house today and I was not nice to a couple or more people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I shouldn't use this as an excuse, but it does happen to me. I'm aware of it. I'm a grown adult woman and I know I can <laughs> feel. I am on my period. Sorry about it if that's too much information and <laughs> i am cranky so this woman found me on a bad day okay <clears throat> this is a rant from dana powell but <laughs> jessica typed it out for me to read and i like it so i'm going to read it ranting about talking on your phone at a salon i know we've been here just hold on this is another reason you need to watch us instead of just listen okay <laughs> not for a quick yes or no or an emergency but to have a full-on conversation with a friend so loud that i could hear your word for word over the hair dryers because i was at the hair salon today uh -huh. while i had noise canceling airpods in <laughs> Thank you for ruining an otherwise relaxing experience where a woman spent 10 minutes solid massaging my head and it felt mm. so good. It's the best part. The the Do you see the shape of my nose? This is how mm -hmm. you know when Dana gets angry. My nose flares. This is angry nose. Okay. <laughs> 10 minutes of lovely this and you're going to ruin it. Yes. Okay. So here and that's all I'm going to say. Maybe I might talk more. But I want to mm -hmm. show you the video <laughs> because here's what happened, y'all. I had a hair appointment. I got annoyed at some traffic people. That's not shocking to anyone, I'm sure. So I get to the hair appointment. I have a great time. I'm talking to my lady. And she's like, okay, you need to go sit in the back for a little bit. And then I'll come find you because she was juggling clients, whatever. Right? I don't care. I'm there for luxury. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sitting there. <laughs> And it's a long table where they put some of the ladies that are waiting sometimes if they're busy or whatever. And there's mm -hmm. eight of us there. And various, like some ladies have oils in there under a big dryer, like whatever. So it's noisy. Yes. I can hear this woman. She was doing the thing we've talked about on her speakerphone. And I did the whole 
glance over dirty look, glance over dirty look. I looked at the other women to go, are we going to band against her or am I a solo warrior here? Because I will be. (laughs) You know, no problem with that. Well, I was a solo warrior. And here's what I did. I stared at her for so long until she looked right back at me. And then I widened my eyes, jetted my bottom teeth out as if I have an underbite, and slowly shook my head no. (laughs) And so she she turned it down, but didn't take it off a speakerphone. Now, I have video evidence of this, and I'm going to play it for you right now, because this is how mad I got. I fully... Turned my body towards her instead of facing the table. Got my phone out. Held it up and recorded her. All while making eye contact. Okay. And she could not care less. Nope. Now, you can't hear it on the phone, but I can hear the other person talk. How do I know you? I know. Okay. I can tell you every word she was saying. So. I recorded like that, Jessica, until she looked at me. And then I went "Mm?" and confirmed that I knew she was looking at me. And yes, I was recording her on my phone for use on my podcast. You can't tell who she is. She got foils all over her head. So if you recognize her her voice, then whatever, you're a genius. I don't care. But like, if you're going to be in public holding a private conversation, it wasn't like we need to get these files out. Okay. It was like. Well, he came over to the house, and I was like, well, we don't have many snacks, but we can get you something if we You joking me right now? If you were on the phone and you were like, it's been hurting me for days. I'm concerned because it's on the right or left side of my body, wherever the appendix is. <laughs> like, I might be like, oh, my God. You yes. Know? And then I'll tip my tiny top hat at you and say, get help. Right? Well, I get to I will come at you with my phone. Yes. Uh, she turned it down, did not take it off of speaker, and then finally hung up when she saw that I was recording her fully. Like, that's what it took. Because I was not hiding it. I was not sneaky. I set it up like this, Jessica. I went. I was like not having it. And I I, and I knew I shit. shouldn't speak because I'm grouchy. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant. I've ranted about it before. I'm going to say it again. It is not clearer sounding. She had it's that so thing on rude. speakerphone. I don't know if you could tell in the video, you know, because this is a small window. She had it on speakerphone, but still holding it to her ear like this mm-hmm. as if she were listening through the receiver. And I wanted to shake her and go, ma'am, except she was older and probably fragile. So, and also I try not to touch strangers. And by that, I mean, I never touch a stranger. I just want to shake her and go, ma'am, take it off of speaker. You will understand it so much better. The sound is distorted. It's right against your head. And I can understand it across the table better than you can with it at (laughs) your ear. Why don't they understand that part of technology? Like, I'll have a conversation at home on speakerphone out on my back porch. Yeah, at home. Or even if I'm at Target and I have to be like, beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, do we need crackers? Cool. That's it. Right? <laughs> but not a full conversation. Hey, anyway. Do we need I need crackers, first of stop. all. 
That's the call I make every week. I hate anyone that answers their phone in a salon. People do it all the time. I haven't been to a nail salon in ages, but that is my number one pet peeve of people doing it. And I resent the hell out of it. And I, I get that you're there like I do trying make to relax, a, I think. But so point of letting them So know. shut up. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't want to be rude, but I don't give a dang about no. your life or the snacks in your house. Or who's coming over? Or how you know somebody's face? I don't give a <laughs> flying frat. My son's home, so I have to be careful. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Shut me up, Jessica. I can't. It's so oh rude. Oh my god. Well, I have a equally upsetting rant. Um, it's about decorative animals, Dana. And the epidemic of them being formed and molded into yoga poses. I don't need to see a giraffe in child's pose (laughs) made out of ceramic or resin or cement or anything else. What haunted yoga forest have you found? Where is this? Uh, No, I was in Marshall's. And they had a whole slew of yoga, yoga posed yoga animals and faceless women, just like weird, ugly statues, generic statues um, like this. They're yeah, just generic. Okay. They have no face. Sure. They come in black or white, shiny, ceramic. And no they detail. look a little oh, like. Here's the skeleton, Yogi. <laughs> Uh, um, here we go. Here we go. Zebras. Uh, I thought it was see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, but nope, they're all posing, meditating, breath of fire, doing their thing. Spread leg. I don't want to see a zebra spread leg. There was (laughs) so. It's like, uh, it's like, um, Sharon Stone. What's that movie? No, it is not. Not even remotely. <laughs> What's that movie? Basic where Instinct. She... Yes. I couldn't think of it. Um, there's some sort of Are they significance trying... to it's... them. I don't think there is. I think it, the significance is that they're cheesy AF. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> noted. <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. Like, is it something like this means peace and this means uh, i'm not even talking whatever just about the poses but like that style of uh statue (laughs) (laughs) choking on my almond husks (laughs) too much almond almond milk almonds drink oh Oh, you finished it did finish it i know i'm gonna tell you this i have one more thing to add to this rant because this really i can't rant against marshall's because i love the place but let me tell you something you better back that ass up because this is just one display of many and they have we just finished fourth of july and they're already putting out halloween I have Not seen okay. a lot of social media too saying after July Not 4th. Not okay. 
it's Halloween through October. And I'm like, well, that's a little much. I love Halloween. Don't get me wrong. Lady, listen, I'd be lying if I didn't want this Jack Skellington head cookie jar. And what else did they have? A giant cookie jar labeled as Deadly Nightshade. The Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite movies in the world. I don't need any cookie jar. I want both of them. I got neither. But if you think I'm not going to obsess about it and keep going back and looking at these pictures as I'm angry that they've put out Halloween in July, then you're mistaken. (laughs) Dang it. So mad. And also wants it so bad. I really do. When I saw Deadly Nightshade, I almost fell over. That is so cute. It's so cute. Man. I mean, honestly, being frank, I do have Mm -hmm. a lot of skeletons around my house year round. I am a bit of a macabre person. It's just, I don't think that's bad. But putting out Halloween decorations in July is a little bit much. If I did that as a regular person in my neighborhood, Everybody would be frightened. So why are stores encouraging that? (laughs) I just hate also, we've talked about the jumping of the seasons. It's so weird because it makes our life, and it speeds our life up. It does. It really, really does. And it's like, we don't need to do that. You know, but also you're talking to a woman who has a literal skeleton of a unicorn on her porch every day (laughs) of the year. Like my husband thinks it's weird. My kid has asked me before, are you going to put that away? And I'm like, nope. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> First of all, I'm dying. Are you going to put that away? Nope. Nope. It's been there for like two years. <laughs> I love that she, he noticed it. She sits beside two of my favorite plants. Well, she's a protector. Yes. She guards my porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. We had some really interesting uh rants today, oh, didn't yeah. we? Listen, things Ch- just changing get under lives our over here. Over here making the world better. Just flipping <laughs> off truckers and video recording old ladies up hair salons. Good job, Dana. Your work One is done. One yoga pose at a time. <laughs> oh, namaste. <laughs> hey. We can get in a prayer pose as we take a cleansing breath. Yeah, except that feels um, disingenuous, so no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I can show my zebra. <laughs> okay. I'll beep it. I'll beep it. <laughs> all right. This is a staple of our show. We like to take a cleansing breath. We get all our angsty. Mm-hmm. Um, rant out things for you, for us, whatever needs be. Then we take a deep breath in, blow all that out. And then spend the rest of the show filling up with kindness, funnies, mm. uh, charities, things like that. So scream it out if you can't. Be careful with those vocal cords. Uh, if nothing else, please take a, a minute to breathe with us. You'll feel better. Okay. Are you ready, mm-hmm. Jess? Right, I am. Go. In. And. Uh... <sighs> Yay. Yes. Okay, I think I'm up first for corners, right? It's my turn first this week. Yep. Um, Looks Jessica. like. What's that? 
I'm sorry, did you have something you wanted to say? Oh, it just seems like maybe you have a weirdo of the week. You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? This week we have an article from the Huffington Post. Uh, Let me see. I I didn't look at the author. My bad. Let me tell you here real quick. This is by... This is by a ghost because they did not put the author. That's right. <laughs> Jessica told me a little bit about this before before in our five hour green room dump. Uh, it's still, as I read the headline, it's still so ridiculous to me. Underwater <laughs> music show. Underwater music show. Spotlights. I know. Spotlights. Coral reef protection. Okay. Hmm. Hundreds of divers and snorkelers listened to an underwater concert that advocated coral reef protection in the Florida Keys. Mm, Really? The Lower Keys Underwater Music Festival, which also spotlighted eco-conscious diving, took place at Low Key Reef, an area of the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary. Was that a sanctuary? Located about (laughs) six miles south of Big Pine Key. Established in 1990, the sanctuary protects 3,800 square miles of waters, including the barrier reef that parallels the 125-mile-long island change. I didn't realize how big that was. Mm -hmm. Participants swam among low-keys, colorful marine life, and coral formations while listening to water-themed music. Whatever that means, broadcast by a local radio. Under the sea, under the sea. darling, I guess. is better down while it's wetter. Take it from me, out in the sun, they slave away. Wow, water. I don't know what You're just right. happened. You're right. No, that is a water-based music. Or how about this one? I love a rainy night. Now, 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 I love a rainy night. Near, is that near, Crystal Gale? Near. No, ma'am. It's a dude, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the Oceanic <laughs> playlist included the Beatles, Yellow Submarine, Jimmy Buffett's Fins, and the theme from hmm. The Little Mermaid. So you weren't too far off. Hmm. Tunes were interspersed. With diver awareness messages about ways to men. I don't know why I'm laughing. It is for a good cause. It's just a little ridiculous. Okay. About ways to minimize environmental yeah. impacts on the world's coral reefs, whose rich biodiversity has led them to be called the rainforests of the sea. Oh, that's actually beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. While the festival's primary purpose was to encourage reef preservation. Yes, yes. 100% on board with that. Yes, yes, it needs to happen. Mm -hmm. It also afforded a singular underwater experience. Mermaids and other costume characters added unique (laughs) visual elements to the auditory offering. All right, Huffington Post. On part of the continental United States, only living coral barrier reef. I mean, are they selling tickets still? Because I feel like the Huffington Post is trying to make me go. (laughs) Shut up, Jessica. (laughs) The four-hour musical event. Absolutely not. What? At a chamber of commerce. And then there's a photo. Oh, wait. That's longer than Braveheart. <laughs> I got to show you guys this photo. It's longer than the new Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, in this photo provided by the Florida Keys News Bureau, Donna Whitney pretends to play a harp Saturday at the Lower Keys Music Festival <laughs> in the sanctuary near Big Pine Key. Um, yeah, legit. Listen, I, I think cosplay's great. I, you look great <laughs> as a mermaid. I just don't know why you need the harp. I, I mean, okay. it's for the event. It's for the event. I get it. Listen, I do a lot of weird things, too. The message is good and kind. But I'm going to throw it back to what I said to you in the green room dump. Remember mm-hmm. when I cannot remember for the life of me what band it was, but it was like Metallica or somebody weird mm-hmm. like you wouldn't think uh, gave an underwater concert and you could get in the submersible and go down. And I'm like, why would I want to get underwater to hear? And may I point out, I love protection of the reefs, but when you be blasting music into the ocean like that, this is why the orcas are getting so mad. You know that, right? Like people think that because orcas of are Metallica. Just... Yes. <laughs> Lost in underwater land. <laughs> yes, because they're saying they're like so. Like classical people were like music. <laughs> yes, because they don't like that genre. No, they're saying that the orcas, you know, we've seen a lot of videos of orcas yes. smashing ships and stuff, but they sure. won't attack people in the water. Or if they get in a lifeboat yeah. or a paddle boat, they don't attack the people. It's the boats they don't like. And they're saying it's because they went three years of the pandemic without very many yes. boats, without the motor, the noise. And they mm-hmm. don't like the noise. They're mad at us. Yeah. So why are you having a concert under there? Okay. Also, that, first of all, is a huge point. And also, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm like, why are we taking more? An instrument's not junk, but it's made of metal. And what? why are we bringing things unnecessarily into the ocean? Because yeah. there are certain reefs and areas where they ask people, if you are going into areas that you're permitted to snorkel, to not wear sunblock, because that comes off the body and actually goes onto the coral reef these are very sensitive areas and though i'm appreciative of the awareness yeah i don't know that the um follow-through was what Mm -hmm. needed to be like i don't know let's make sure this area stays pristine and clean come on everybody let's jump in bring your instruments (laughs) for four hours bring oh yes it's underwater Get ready to boogie. Wear your swimsuit. <laughs> no, thank you. Bring your air nozzle. I don't know. I don't quite get it. I don't understand if they were no. just walking shallow parts. Like, I'm not quite sure. I am all in favor of saving the coral reef for sure. Raising awareness for sure. Okay. Let's, let's not let's not keep the animals and, and stuff <laughs> prisoner while we do it. Exactly. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Oh, my my God. Yeah. Well, we have uh, coming up next an Oh Snap Corner. Is this new? uh, No, but it's been a while. Okay, okay. I'll even throw in a Yas Queen. Okay. To this corner. Because this makes me so, so happy. Uh, This comes to us from UPI. A Portland, Oregon venue is attempting to set a Guinness World Record by holding a drag show that lasts for a full 48 hours. 
Now, now that by the time you. <laughs> this episode will be out next week, but right now, as Dana and I are recording, they are already about thirty six hours in. So this is going on live as we speak, which is very exciting news. I'm so jealous. Can you imagine? It would be so fun. So the Dragathon began at 4 p.m. Monday at Darcel. God, I'm bad with Roman numerals. At Darcel 15 showplace and is scheduled to continue until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. The event is aiming to break a Guinness World Record and push back against drag show bans elsewhere in the country. Yes. Dragathon came as a direct response to all the negative stuff against the drag and trans community in other parts of the country where they're saying no more drag and too much drag, less drag. We're going what? the opposite. We're going to do more, more, more drag. The Dragathon features more than 60 drag queens and drag kings, including RuPaul's Drag Race alums, Yas, Eureka O'Hara, Lala Ree, and Peppermint. Other celebrities slated to make appearances include Busy Phillips, Cheryl Strayed, Fred Armisen, and Carrie Brownstein. Love it. The event, co-hosted by Portland Fashion Boutique, Wild Fang is also aiming to raise $250,000 for the Trevor Project, Amazing. a nonprofit supporting LGBTQ plus youth. <laughs> uh, I just got a text and I just saw L and then an O and without opening it, I guessed it. And it's from Alan. And he just said, they can hear you in the Mariana Trench. Shh. Lamboda. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. Dana said to tell you that's what fun sounds like. <laughs> Anyways, that actually was great timing because that's the end of my corner. Uh, do you want me to <laughs> cut that out? Would you like me to cut that part out or do you want me to stay in? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, so, so far today, you have gotten the text from your husband about being loud, while mine completely ignored the fact that I had a giggle fit on the toilet. So, that's where we are. <laughs> Didn't even look at me when I walked out. Just like, that's who she is. I accept her. I oh. signed on the dotted line. It is what it is, and there's okay. no need for discussion. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, let's get to the best part of our show. Yes. Yes. Um, Depends who you're asking, but yes. Yes. Not a political podcast, however, should be known. Yes to drag shows. No to pedophiles. There's a difference. There's a huge distinction. Thank you, Major. All righty. So, my rave this week is so cool. You know I'm going to be so excited. Mm -hmm. And it's so appropriate. Um, If you're watching, I'll give you a visual surprise before I announce it, too. (laughs) Announce my crazy. (laughs) So, my my rave is Kids Gardening Grants. um, Grow More Good Grassroots Grant. So, I'm going to read to you about it. But you can find them at kidsgardening.org slash grant opportunities. There's many more words. We'll put it in our show notes in case mm-hmm. this is something you want to take advantage of. And wouldn't 
it just be crazy if I had a plant right here beside me before I even knew that this was going to happen? Oh, oh. And a, another, another emotional support plant. Emotional aren't support you, plant. Aren't you emotional adorable, Data? support plant. I think that needs its own song. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the goodness. The Grow More Good Grassroots Grant brought to you by the Scott's Miracle Grow Foundation and Kids Gardening is designed to bring the life-enhancing benefits of gardens to communities across the United States. They will bring the life-enhancing benefits of gardens and green spaces to 10 million children by the end of 2023. Now, y'all know I love plants. I have a burden in my heart for children and teaching them about kindness and life lessons Mm -hmm. through nature. I think that nature really informs a lot of things that we just often don't think about. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I love this so much. 10 million children. Shameless plug. I do have a children's show. If you have kids, it's on YouTube. It's called Zinnia's Garden. Um, I'm Zinnia. Okay, moving on. In 2023. (laughs) I love it. I just think it's important to teach our kids how, how amazing nature is and how to prevent us from destroying it please like yes. we we messed up already please don't you uh what exactly. are we on the fifth day of the hardest the hottest day in record now and we're going into a two-week stretch i heard on the news yep. yeah <laughs> just around the country crazy it's around the world jessica not just the country but also don't worry people are skiing in bathing suits in mammoth in northern california it's July, and there's still there's that snow much snowpack because uh-huh. of how much because of the uh, snowstorms. Man, yep, that's crazy. But kind it's of, insane. I wish I knew somebody that was doing that. <laughs> uh, I wished the person that was doing that that you knew was me because that is heaven. I don't need to be in a bathing suit to do it. No, 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 no. But there's nothing like spring skiing, so I can't imagine summer skiing. That's crazy. I know. Okay. In 2023, 160 programs will receive funding to start or expand their youth garden or green space. So this is a rave that you you can take advantage of. You can receive Mm -hmm. one of these grants. I'm going to read to you about it, okay? This is nothing that you have to give back. They are giving back, and you might want to be a recipient. Recipient? Okay. So a total of $95,000 will be awarded. Any nonprofit organization, school district, university, government entity, or tax-exempt organization, such as religious organizations and tribal governments in the United States and U.S. territories, serving at least 15 youth is eligible to apply. So that's a ton of y'all. So please Mm -hmm. prick up your ears because this could help your community. All applicants must be planning to use the funds to install new or improve existing youth gardens or green spaces. Ooh, I love it. It makes it gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Applicants must provide proof of 501c3 status or qualify as tax exempt. If your organization has not achieved 501c3 or tax exempt status, you may apply for a Grow More Good grassroots grant by partnering with a fiscal sponsor who has achieved the status. So you can partner with somebody who has the status if mm-hmm. you don't, right? The selection of winners is prioritized based on demonstrated need Love it. And program impact. Kids gardening considers a variety of factors when determining needs, including 
socioeconomic and sociodemographic factors? Does the program exist within or engage a community that has been system systematically denied resources, whether physical assets and money or representative leadership and community services? Love that. These are the people that need it. Mm-hmm. They don't have access to it. <laughs> program funding and support. Does a program have access to consistent, substantial monetary support or prior grant funding? Or are pre-existing resources, financial or otherwise, limited? Programs experiencing the latter are considered higher need. Impact. Will grant funding dramatically expand learning opportunities for program participants? Does the intended impact reflect the actual needs of the community? Submissions are accepted in January each year with a deadline in February. Start planning now to have your submission ready if this is something needed that you could apply for in your community. So I know that was a lot of words, but I'll just simplify it here and say, if you want to create a youth garden space and you are a nonprofit, a 501c3, a religious organization, uh, a school, university, Mm -hmm. you are eligible to apply. And they want to give you funding, especially if you don't have assets. So think about what you do. Correct. Also think about Mm -hmm. your friends. If you know any teachers, if you know, you know, people that Mm -hmm. might benefit, tell them, tell them this money is out there waiting to help people go get it. Exactly. Uh, We'll put the link in our show notes, um, but you can probably just Google kidsgardening.org. I'm sure it'll come up and then you'll want to look for the grant opportunities. That's a lot of money, y'all. I love that. $95,000 is available. So go get it. That is a lot. Yeah. Love it. This is something that I came across recently, and I think you're going to love it so much. I didn't even know that this was a thing, and I love that we have this available in Los Angeles. This is a company called Sway, S-U-A-Y, Sway LA. You can find them at SWAYLA.com. Sway is a Los Angeles based 100% vertical sewing and production shop founded in 2017. Pioneering the cleanup economy, Sway products are created from a combination of post consumer waste, dead stock, and domestically organically grown fibers. By the way, if you don't know what dead stock means, that's when uh, it's a referring to products that could be apparel, clothing, or products like glasses, dead stock, meaning, ah, we're not going to sell these anymore. And then they're like shelved in a warehouse. And then Hmm. 20 years later, somebody's like, oh my God, I found these dead stock 1990s peepers. Hmm. And right. Yes. Um, So sorry, I got carried away about my dead stock knowledge. And domestically, organically grown (laughs) fibers. (laughs) Operating out of a 5,000 square foot sew shop and retail space in Northeast LA, Sway is cultivating a new workforce of textile recyclers within the garment industry with a team of 30 employees dedicated to eradicating the massive amount of destructive waste from the fashion industry. In 2019, Sway diverted over 250,000 pounds of garments from landfills, and their positive environmental impact continues to grow year by year. Founded on the vanguard ethos of true progressive circularity, know your grower, know your sower. 
Sway has continued to support garment workers' rights and policy reform for fair wages, highlighting the numerous systemic injustices within the fashion industry. Mm. In the spring of 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, Sway expanded its activist arm to include weekly food distribution to garment workers, solidified long-term partnerships with national organizations to support Indigenous communities, and launched their nationwide textile donation recycling program, Sway SOS. Sway remains determined to create a culture of community and reuse. Their dedication to design, coupled with a drive for activism, is putting reclaimed products at the center of a social, economic, and environmental revolution. Now, that was a lot, but I think you get the crux of it. I beg you to go check out this website. They have all kinds of garments that they've reworked, you know, saving things from landfills, because if you haven't heard about it, uh, I'm a little shocked because it's a lot in the news these days, fast fashion, as it's called. And Uh, this way of the cheap, overly manufactured things that are just cranked out all the time and that are done and thrown in the trash. And that is also contributing to our environmental problems and pollution, right? So what I love about them so much, number one, they have a repair shop. Uh, They are advocating- That's what I was looking at. Right? They can yes. repair anything as far as clothing, again, yes. like ripped textiles of sorts, holes, yes. all that stuff. They have a textile recycling program. It's incredible. Please look into it. Please consider doing that. If you are going to toss something and you're not already, if it's not in perfect shape to be donated to someone and gently used. Community dye baths? What? So you bring your faded or stained clothing, sheets, you name it. If it's a textile, they have community dye baths. It's shown on their site currently right now. They always have like six or seven colors. Uh So you could send your dingy white sheets and be like, I want to dye them in that pumpkin color, or I want to do the cosmic tie dye. What? So I love that they're, yeah, it's so, so, so cool. And Something I found really, really special that I know you will appreciate is the memory quilts that they make. I was just going to say that too. Right? So it says, love your grandpa's old pants, but can't wear them. Let's quilt them. Staring at all those old band t-shirts in your closet. Let's wrap you up in them while you dance all night. Got all those beloved baby clothes you want to be closer to. Now you can get cozy in them. So they do a memory quilt. They are incredible. Uh, these are made with love and stitched with care. Um, they tell you the whole process and how it works. And I think that is also a very, very special thing. If you wanted to get someone a gift and like go in on it, like have everybody contribute. We did that for my friend, uh, for our friend, uh, years ago for the 10th anniversary of, uh, or it wasn't even the 10th anniversary at that point. I think it was the fifth anniversary of improv utopia. Everybody gave like 10 bucks and everybody sent in a shirt from a festival over the years and made a giant, sent it to a place and they made a giant quilt out of the old t-shirts. And it's awesome. It's such a cool idea to do 
old t-shirts that you don't want to get rid I of but you're not going to you wear. customize it. So they give you color palettes for what your mm-hmm. the palette of your quilt is and then they also allow you to choose your memory quilt pattern. So like yep. how the pattern of the quilting. That is exactly. so cool. It's so cool. A great 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 company and such a cool concept and I I hope it just continues to grow. I do too, because just to piggyback on what you said about it being in the news a lot right now, I don't know, I'm sure most of you have already heard, but like you and I have talked about this before. It is such a conundrum because a lot of times there are people that do fast fashion because it's, mm-hmm. clothes are expensive, right? So like we all know Sheen is one of the evil bastards. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. recently, did you hear about all this where they flew some yeah. influencers over? And it's very clear that it was a setup thing. They certainly mm-hmm. also went after influencers who um, don't get as high pay uh, mm-hmm. based on not necessarily audience size, but because maybe looks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, all mm-hmm. I know is that they they invited a couple of uh, very body positive plus size women. Sure. Okay? Um, they treat their workers so horribly. They don't pay them. I was reading this article and it was like the women don't have time to even wash their hair. Their hours are so long when they go home. Mm-hmm. They wash their hair on their lunch break at the factory. Mm-hmm. There's no emergency signage anywhere. Accidents happen. They are working. They get one day off a month Awful. and they work seven days a week. That's why you mm-hmm. get seven pairs of earrings for $1.25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody else is paying for it. It's just not you. It's the backs of these laborers. Okay. Exactly. And fast fashion fills up our landfills. Um, Jessica and I have always been a big proponent of thrift store shopping. I like to Mm -hmm. buy vintage clothing, whatever. Yes. And if I I do buy newer things, I try really hard not to make it somewhere that's hurting people. Like, I'm sure Target's not a saint, but they're cheap. And they pay their workers. They don't work them 30 or 29 days a month. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of really evil stuff going on. And I know it's so Mm -hmm. tempting. And listen, occasionally, like, I have to admit, I bought something off of Sheen. I bought a swimsuit off of Sheen because it was the only place I could find a swimsuit that was made for my body that I felt comfortable in because it had little flutter sleeves. And I could not find one anywhere else. I get it, but we cannot continue to bolster mm-hmm. and support these companies no. that are breaking humanity rules. Right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know I just got on a soapbox, but it's it's cruel, it's awful, and we should be mindful of that. I know. So well, a take place your, like this. Yeah. Take your stuff to donation, find a place that recycles it. Or, I don't know what you have in your community, but consider Even that. Also, we have they... lots of crafty people. Take yes. your hand at dyeing some stuff at home. 100%. I've done it, and I'm not that brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's All it is is about taking the time. Okay, yeah. set aside some time on a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever your day off is and just go, I'm doing this for me. It's not a job. It's mm-hmm. fun. I want to dye my bed sheets so that they don't look dingy when I get in bed because I, right, right now I can't afford to buy a $120 set of sheets, right? Make it new again. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Jessica. 
Indeed. Thank you. I I really do. They they also still have their pride collection up, just in case you were wondering. I'll probably yes. be perusing that. <laughs> <laughs> All it. right. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. My my phone just made a magic noise. Do you know what that means? Did you hear it go? No. Um, it's my Afro. I talk about this every once in a while. My affirmation app that I have on my oh, yes. phone. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one it just sent me just now. It's my time. I, I like love that. It. Just a little moment for me to go. It's my time. Okay. Do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? And then I'll launch into my point to ponder that is tied into my rant. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, again, please reach out. We have uh, another great rant that just came in. I'll save that until next time. No spoiler alerts. Uh, please keep your correspondence with us going. We love it. We love connecting with all of you. And thank you for always um supporting and coming on this ride with us you can find us on instagram and facebook at the rants and raves podcast on tiktok at the rants and raves p on our youtube channel the rants and raves podcast you can find us directly through gmail the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com thank you and it's been a pleasure, my lady. We have laughed a lot. It is currently 6 34 yes, p.m. and we got mm-hmm. on this call at 3 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we say we have five hour green room dump, both of our husbands right now are probably like, what the are they doing? <sighs> or not, because they can hear us. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> when my, uh, so I like to leave us every week. Oh, first of all, are you watching anything? Is there anything? You- I saw Indiana Jones. What have you been up to? Uh, and did you like it? I did enjoy it. You know, we took my son. Excellent. The only mm-hmm. thing I'll say is, um, you know, it's a Hollywood summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It maybe didn't need to be two and a half hours. Literally, everybody oh, was walking, long. walking out of the theater going, that was long. <laughs> like, nobody yeah, was that's... like, I hated that or anything like that. But they were like, that was long. <laughs> I like I like uh, an hour and forty five is a sweet spot. Oh, I think an hour and thirty. You hit forty five, and I'm oh, gonna pee my pants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like I'm being generous with that forty five, including like the trailers. I guess uh-huh. since there's an hour of those now. I mean, unless you're Kenneth Branagh doing Shakespeare, I don't need you to take up that much of my day. <laughs> oh my god! I'll tell you what I just finished. I don't think you've watched any of it, and mm-hmm. we just binged through season two, The Bear. Oh, yeah. I have not because I'm not into cooking. It's outstanding. It's outstanding. That's what everybody says. Yeah. I don't know if you'd like it or not. I loved it. It's not something where I'll be like, you'll love it. But it's really, really, really a great show. And it has some incredible character arcs, and that is always exciting to see in a show. I know that it's the, so well done. Is that one guy that does the, I don't know if it's HelloFresh commercials. It's one of those food ordering commercials and he's uh, kind of a roly poly guy. And he talks like this. And he's uh, Maddie Matheson. Yeah. I he's do a like very that famous guy. chef. He's a very famous chef from Canada. Oh, is that who it is? I, yes. I really like him. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's awesome. I love him. He's is great. Is he on that show? show? 
Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like it's him. It's really good. Yeah, I don't know. There's something happy about him. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I can't do it. Start it right now because one of our listeners sent me a show that I'm going to be starting soon. So there's that. <laughs> we do listen to you guys. Okay, send me all your recommendations. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I did do the Ashley Madison documentary on Hulu. Worth watching or no? I mean, I don't think it told me anything. No, just the, the hesitation and the face you made to tells <laughs> me no. Because you know, normally that's right down up my alley, up or And down if it was alley, good, you would have texted me, Jessica. You, you better watch. watch this. Yes, yes. I wouldn't say it was that. It was something to fill the evening, right? Meh. Um, meh. I did binge Black Mirror real hard, real fast. Oh, I still need to see that. Oof. So mm-hmm. good. I love that show. But it is on the darker side if you're not into that. You know, not mm. like scary, jump scare horror, but like make your mm-hmm, brain stay mm-hmm. up at night going, oh, my sure. God, what would I do? There's one specific episode with Aaron Paul and Josh, 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 Josh Hartnett that is oh. so freaking fantastic. They're both phenomenal in it, but it will make you. I made our friend Kate. I was like, as soon as you watch it, you have to text me. I have to talk to someone about this. Because <laughs> what would you do? That's all I'll say. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Watch it. If you can, if you only want to watch one episode, it is crazy town. Good. Um, I'm trying to think if there is anything else that I've done. I've been working a lot, so staying up till three trying to figure things out. So I'll just go ahead and get to my point to ponder. I always like to leave us with um, either an interesting fact or like mm-hmm. a little quote or something that we can ponder for the week. Now, this week... I am going to give you an interesting fact from this magazine. Um, oh. It is the National Geographic. Jealous. It is from August of 2021. I did steal this from my hair salon. And this is what I was reading Good. when I got so mad at that woman on her phone. Because I was obviously okay. reading very important stuff. Like the gladiators. of gladiators. <laughs> I've always been very interested in it. Probably because I'm morbid. Um. But here's what I want to tell you. I won't read you all the whole article. I did ask permission to steal it, not from the shop owner, but from my my personal hairstylist. <laughs> she said yes. So not the first time I've stolen a magazine from a doctor's office, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so here's the interesting fact. And I, I, you know me and Alan, we've watched a million documentaries on all this kind of stuff and medieval things mm-hmm. and everything. And so I'll be so – we have to get cocktails soon so that Alan and I can just talk nonstop, and then you can tell yeah. him to stop being loud. Uh, the thing is, we have this idea that gladiators just killed each other mercilessly all the time. And the reason they think we believe that is we found a lot of things that showed, like the thumbs down, it's in all of our movies, all of this. They said nine out of ten gladiators walked away alive and well from fights. Because they were considered property. So they had high value. They didn't want to just slaughter them all the time. But every once in a while, there would be a fight to the death. And it was usually criminals or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And those were very highly publicized because they were unusual. And so that's Uh some of the uh, artifacts that we have found, our tableaus and um, tapestries and paintings on walls Mm -hmm. and things of advertising for that you know or showing the thumbs down in the murder but that was there because it was an unusual thing but we have taken it 
and and made it such that gladiators just mercilessly killed everyone in a thumbs up or a thumbs down would determine whether you lived or not and also to surrender you know we, in movies it's like oh it's shameful they'll kill you anyway right mm-hmm. no they they have been finding there is a town behind on the other side of mount vesuvius from pompeii that all of the molten lava and stuff went towards pompeii and that's why we have all of this uh almost like semen mm-hmm. stuff you know preserved but the other town i can't remember the name off the top of my head it did not get any of the lava but it was destroyed by the volcano the gases mm-hmm. and all of that made it uninhabitable so there's a ton of stuff that we are finding there and they are finding that very more often than not gladiators when they would get hurt and knew it was time to give in they would raise their pointer finger and then it would be over and they would mm-hmm. often celebrate each other and they frequently had their families on the sidelines waiting for them to finish their match. Fascinating. I had August no of idea. 20, August of 2021, guys. National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Love I just it. thought it was such an interesting fact to get out there. Now you can go to parties and be the cool guy and tell them, okay. <laughs> and tell them hey, gladiators weren't really just murdering each other all the time. How do you know? Because there was a town on or... the other side of Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> Or the pilot from Airplane. Joey, do you like movies about gladiators? Under the sea. (laughs) Under the sea. (laughs) We've lost it. It's time to end this marathon. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even night. It's not even a late night excuse. It's not. We haven't seen each other in a while. I enjoy you. I know. I I enjoy you, my friend. Such a better mood after recording with you. Same. Uh, so thank you. We for that. always laugh. Thank oh you. God. Way too loud. Everybody laugh. <laughs> laugh more in your life. I love to laugh. <laughs> 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 and loud that's... and long and clear. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next <laughs> Tuesday. Love you. Love ya. Bye. <laughs> bye bye.